Welcome back, everybody, to the 7-Day Hustle Podcast, Season 3, 2024. I've got a special guest for you today, Mr. Marvin Joel, a very good friend of mine, president of Blacktop Banner. We are going to recap so many things from 2023, what's looking forward to 2024. I'm very excited to have him on today. He's a great friend of mine. We talk often, just a world of information and just an all-around genuine once again, 7-Day Hustle Podcast. In case you forgot, I am your host, Kyle Ashone. Here we go. So we're not sitting at home? We're not sitting at home. We're doing alarms and, and hanging out, man, for sure. I'm not sitting at home, I can tell you. I was I, I was sitting at home when I ended up realized I was late for your podcast today, right? Well, okay. But I wasn't sitting there. Right. I was looking at a wall, wondering what everybody's up to and what I can help with. <laughs> Full disclaimer, like it, I'm still getting used to revolving around my Google calendar. Like it's built out, right. It's, it's full, but what I just showed you is like, all right, here's my morning routine, how I, how I want my morning routine to go and how I know it needs to go for me to be as productive as possible. So, and those are the things that you don't, that you don't get away from. So like, you, wait, 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 wait. Your morning routine is in your Google Calendar? Yeah. Oh, fuck. I don't have space for it in my Google Calendar. My my morning routine is on my... You heard that alarm just a second ago that I just shut off? Yeah. That's that's my... My morning routine is on my phone alarms. And then my my schedule is in the Google Calendar. Like, I don't even... I don't even have that luxury at this point, right? <laughs> well, uh, it's like, all right, here's the things that I need to do is you know, wake up at this time. And from this, from like seven to seven 30, check my emails. And like one thing that I've started doing is I need to get through at least 20 emails in that amount of time, whether it's respond to send out, delete, whatever it is, I need to address 20 different emails in some capacity to hopefully get down the mass that's, that's built up. And then that's crazy, man. You know, our morning meeting is in yep. there eight o'clock and yep. then it goes on so on and so forth but so what are we doing here what are we doing here give me an introduction here dude, we gotta is... let the people we gotta let the people know we we they jumped in halfway into a conversation that you and i were having the good nuggets were fucking coming out <laughs> you hit record part way through but let yeah, them know what we're here where are where are we what are we doing here this is the first episode of 2024 season seven day hustle mm, i can't wait we're doing it now yeah, we're doing fucking eight day hustle at this point. People don't have any fucking clue. And, and it's the winter. It's the quote unquote off season. Cool. Great. Can't wait. Who am I? What am I doing here? What are you doing here? It's easier. It's it's better with two people. The any oh, well, yeah, everything is. Shit. Everything is, dude. That's that's a blanket statement. Do you want me to give an intro? Should I give an introduction? Yeah, go for it. Who are you? Oh man. Uh Marvin Joel, Southwest Corner, Wisconsin. Uh l- legit psychopath at this point probably like an idiot but full-on idiot uh i own wiscoat asphalt maintenance which who knows that might flop this year who knows uh dubuque asphalt maintenance what i decided to do uh thinking that wiscoat was fully formed which it isn't so that's great we got two we got we got one uh teenage business and then we got one uh uh infant business that has a suit on Right. Still, so, still, still shitting up its back, huh? Still shitting up its back. Yeah, it's got a. I put a. You know the. You know, like when you when, uh, 
it's like Easter mass or Easter service at church. And like the parents put a suit on the baby it's and the baby's like, of a tie. And <laughs> yeah, the baby's like flopping and stuff like, yep. like that's legit. Like that's legit what Dubuque is. So I'm trying to teach it to walk. It started walking a little bit this year. It's starting to talk a little bit, but yep. um, you know, I thought, dude, I'm going to make this business and, and it's going to make, it's going to help be legitimate. And it just like, it, it might've been like one of my worst, impulsive decisions ever yeah but this year it touched six figures so i'm like okay okay it's not so completely stupid okay like no. let's see let's see what's going on with this thing so, here. so it's dubuque asphalt you guys bouncing between two different same people going between two different businesses or do you have other people running that business uh no so it, it's it's us running it but we we have fielded um contractors out of dubuque we will like we'll like if i know that we can do it all in-house we'll go down and do it but it's primarily geared towards commercial work mm -hmm. and i don't have the resources with our schedule at wisco which wisco did uh 30 better this year which mm -hmm. I, blows my mind that that's even effing possible because every year i'm like that's it that's the ceiling it's got to be the ceiling and i'm going to be honest with you i feel like i half ass it but that's because i'm around a bunch of studs all the time that are like that are in our circle that are like hitting it. And I'm like the goofball that like is, is uh that's chasing his passion. Right. And I'm like the one outside of it is like, well, that's noble of him, but boy, he's wasting a lot of time, effort and energy doing this blacktop banner thing. So, yeah. oh, uh, so Hey, what's blacktop banner? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, blacktop banter started as a podcast where I talked to my friends and, uh, which I want to get into later about like, uh, we have a friend. All right. So we got five minutes then we'll get into it. Okay, cool. Um, which I talked to my friend Jay Duran, who has become a great friend of mine as of late. And he, uh, him and I went over a concept of harvesting relationships and, uh, we'll get into that a little bit later, but yeah. blacktop banner, I wanted to talk to my friends and, um, we had, I had already kind of had to leap in front of everybody in the social media game mm -hmm. and, and posting things and highlighting different things on the Wisco channel, which was stupid because my clients don't want to see what the hell I'm doing with my friends probably at an expo, but uh, that's where it went. So I realized, yeah, that's probably not a good identity for it. Started Blacktop Banner, started YouTube channel, Instagram, uh, TikTok, all that stuff, and just started making funny well they are funny to me funny memes and shit and then highlighting cool shit about our industry posting clips from the podcast which were these interviews with my friends and next thing i know we're getting sponsors uh interested and uh, we're getting opportunities to come along and uh pretty soon it was a way for me to funnel all these calls and messages i would get of hey dude i want to start a business what's the best way to market hey dude i want to buy a seal coat rig what's the best way to do this and i kind of harnessed the resources of you and uh my friends and was like okay i'm gonna throw us all into a group because i don't have all the hours in the day to field this yeah. and if we can organize this we don't have to answer this question over and over and over and over and over we can just send them a link mm -hmm. right? hey the answer's here so right. we did that we formed the blacktop banner success group which you've been vital in helping keep the legs under along with our friend cam roberts and uh, daniel wright some other people who really step up and uh now the guys are like like they're proponents of blacktop and success group. It has led to some major success for these guys uh, for starting from zero to wherever. And uh, I think we got our first like referral from a group member to somebody else that is going to sign up uh, this week. And um, immediately I go to the whiteboard. I'm like, 
BBSG referral program. Never had we ever thought of it before, but that's starting. So yeah. it's really it's really become something amazing. We're putting a newsletter out to all of our partners this year, 2024. Mm-hmm. Never thought we'd do a newsletter and that type of stuff. And I I I I would love for all my businesses to be fully formed and just me be able to develop an SOP where like if I get ran over by a bus, somebody else can come in and be like, hey, but they're so fledgling yet and they're they're morphing yet that they keep changing and we keep adding stuff on and doing lists because there's needs for them. So it's very interesting, man. I'm in a I'm in a I'm in a pickle. I'm in a pickle, bro. I'm in a similar space too, because you know, as we grow, I, I was looking at the numbers, and, and this is gonna be something that I that I put out kind of in, in the content. Like, how did I grow a one and a half million dollar business in five years? Correct. You know, yeah. and all right, here's what we did. But then looking at that, it's like, all right, I'm adding up the numbers that we did year over year over year, and it's like mm-hmm. we haven't even landed in a space that we're able to generate a consistent SOP about because it, mm-hmm. and so, you know, it's what do we do so much? You almost have to get, so Keith Calloway Jr. Put out a, a post not too long ago. That was very, very insightful and kind of like what I needed to hear. He's like mm-hmm. in that one to $5 million space, you need SOPs, right? You need systems and process. Oh no, actually it was Nate Swink. So one of the two. They're like same person. Yeah, same person. <laughs> totally the same person. People wait because of hesitancy. Oh, I need to get everything in line. I need to get my ducks in a row and then I'll get into that space. Yeah. But you can't do that because once you get into that space, you don't know what you need until Correct. you're there. So you kind of have to push some uncomfortability mm-hmm. and uncertainty and get into the space. And it does feel a little chaotic, but once you get there, then you know, all right, these are the things that I need to organize the chaos. And like, it's nuts, dude. It's going to be uncomfortable either way. You know, you know what it's like, dude, it's like trying to like build a clay pot. Like it's, it's, it's like looking you're at the top of the hill, right. And you're looking down and you see a little spring and you're like, oh, if I build this clay pot for this size, I can, I can hold all the water I need. Mm-hmm. But then you end up like stepping down the hill and you start rolling. Mm-hmm. So you're trying to build this pot while all of this shit is happening. And then when you finally land at the bottom on your back and you beat the shit, you have the pot and then you look over and it's not a spring. It's a frigging lake. And you're right. like, shit, shit. Great. What I built isn't enough. Cool. This is great. Now I'm going to go back up again. We're going to do this process all over again. And here and I am. You feel stupid bottom. and you feel like a failure and you feel, Yo, like- Oh dude, I feel like a failure every day, every, <laughs> every day. I feel like a failure. And it's like, and and I hate that, right? Because the people yeah. that love me that are close to me, like they they look at me and they're like, I, I just don't get it. And that's because we forced ourselves into this mental state yeah. through our entrepreneurship journey where we're alone, but we're together, right? With entrepreneurs. Yeah. And this is that's this is why I want to get into that conversation about the friendship surface level stuff later. What's right. funny is like in our in our cylinder, people have heard right, people have heard me do this analogy now. It's freaking going everywhere on the internet about me talking about our success cylinder but um you know where people are like damn kyle how'd you build this one and a half million dollar business in five years and then people will look at me and be like hey how'd you build a business that only did six hundred thousand in 20 years right like <laughs> like they're like whoa okay i think i'll go listen to kyle right and it's like we're, we have such different situations in where we are like 
if people know my story, they know for like 12 or 10 or 12 years, I had no clue what the fuck I was doing. There was no trajectory. There was nothing. I just was paying bills. Yeah. So it was quote unquote good enough. Yeah. Now we're talking about the shit that we're in, dude. I would trade a week. I would trade a week now for a week back then Yep. in a heartbeat because I I got to go fishing, bro. Can you believe that, dude? I used to get done at two. I had a fishing pole in the back of my truck. I'd go to Wisconsin River, throw a line in, not catch shit because I suck at fishing. And be still would be like, oh, dude, this is awesome. Like, I would literally like, listen, this is where like the winter mentality come in, though. I would rip the worm down till it was a little bit and just catch a bluegill by the shore. Be like, got one throw it in and leave you know like, oh, i can't uh, catch a fish i wouldn't, I I wouldn't starve today yeah i wouldn't starve in the wild today mm-hmm. <sighs> you know but legit like you know I, I joke but like that's the that's the status we're in yeah you you met me early on when we first met i was doing like 75k a year and okay. and um how long we know each other five years probably yeah 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 and um in, in my in my realm we only do seal coating line striping crack filling we're in a very rural you bet you came to visit mm-hmm. shit dude you run down the street you can give everybody in town a high five and you're yep. done in like two minutes right so there's probably not a, a cigarette off them too oh yeah they'll probably give you one because they know <laughs> you at that point uh they probably see the stress on our face and give us one dude and a drink you probably get a shot you'll get a shot at the end too. yeah 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 so i mean now we're this year where we did at Wiscone alone, we did 650k. Yeah, um, my goal was 600k. Uh, so in five years, we went from 75 to almost 10x in an area where I thought we were capped, but it's so foolish because what 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 untapped my potential was being around you guys and being around us being around high achievers has made us become high achievers. We we, we made a choice, you could either be like holy shit, this is a lot of work. I don't want to do that. I just want to fish and catch bluegills. Or, holy shit, I may be able to be the best version of myself and be proud of myself if I go this route and really make this happen or at least try. Dude, I I knew once I seen what was behind the veil that I couldn't not try and be happy with myself when I got to the end of my life. That's the journey we're on and, and why we got here so far. So it's cool to see. Um Literally, you and I talk at least once a week now, and we just talk about pretty much every time, like, holy shit, this this sucks. It's awesome. Like, that's pretty much the basis of our conversation. <laughs> that's that's how it was for a while. At the Okay, so we're going to get into a different, like, I can see this turning and direct. We're taking the exit on, on the road of the Yeah, podcast. we're not doing that. Yeah. I, I see it. I see it happening. But the... um you're right because it, towards the end of the season it was very much like that and like you need that camaraderie and that that connection with somebody else that's in the same space to be like just keep going mm-hmm. keep going like it sucks for me too i know it sucks for you but like <laughs> pushing like yeah remember it's not the end thing and like you literally just wear yourself out to where, to where you're not the dude like it, right now i feel like what I want to do is just sit at home and drool on myself for a couple of weeks until motivation mm-hmm. comes and finds me because I still oh, don't dude. have it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, that's where the schedule comes in. That's where the calendar comes in. And that's where disciplines at. like, no, this is not desirable, but it's necessary. Correct. And yeah. then when you get through that next, you know, hour at the gym, you're like, okay, that was desirable. It wasn't beforehand, but I'm glad I did it. Mm-hmm. So 
you you begin to understand that. Just a disclaimer for people that are going to be listening. Um, you know, the 1.5 I did this year and the 600,000 you did last year or you you did this year. Yeah. You made more money than I did. So, oh, yeah, we we had this conversation, <laughs> right? Like there's a caveat to this. No, 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 no. I have more capital at this point than you do. Yes, you retain- trust me, dude. I, if anybody can blow it, it's this guy. <laughs> but there's a difference in business, you know. Like, correct. I, correct. I, I wish that I would have been able to keep, retain as much money this year in my business as you did in yours. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? There's so there's two different areas to this, and unless you know what the numbers mean, unless you know what it looks like, the comparables, it can really become different to some people because. You know, I would honestly recommend a lot of people to you. Yeah. You know, because, of, well, how does Marvin do it? Because he's doing things that we're not yet. And I, we're doing things that he's not, it's not just, yet. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's a personal thing, dude. Yeah. Like, more your of your a dis- business journey is a personal thing. Right. More of a disclaimer to people that are going to be listening to this because they're going to try to put themselves inside that picture. Our businesses. Where, yeah. Where do mm-hmm. I like, what does that look like for me? What's the difference there? So, you yeah. know, yeah. I mean, to, to be honest with you, uh, we, when we all first kind of got together and started talking to each other, uh, we built the business. We, we reverse engineered what we want our businesses to look like. Yeah. And we wanted them to look a certain way because that's the lifestyle that we wanted. Right. Yep. So for mine, I wanted to do black top bander. Like I said, I, I, that's what I want to do. I want to do this mm-hmm. every day. Even when we get here, I don't necessarily want to do all that blacktop. And Chris, Chris hate, hates that I don't check my emails for two days, right? Mm-hmm. He hates that uh, he put something on my Trello board. And I'm like, yeah, that's not high priority. It's high priority to him, but it ain't to me. Right, and right. it's not, it's not in my, it's not in my zone of comfortability. So I, I put it off. I love this stuff. Like, get super hyped about this. Yeah. I love making the deals. We have, we're renewing with some of our partners yeah. and I'm all, I have this fear all the time that I didn't do well enough for them. And they're going to be like, Hey, we're out next year. Yeah. Right. So, uh, we renewed with two yesterday and dude, it was like, it was like, I sold a hundred thousand dollar parking lot, bro. Yeah. Like, and it wasn't that type of money. Right. But it was a win where I was like, Holy shit. I still, I, I have it. Like we, we are doing it. And yeah. everybody else was like, uh, yeah, we, we knew they would probably renew. But to me, I'm like, oh my God, we're done. This could be it. Right. And now there's this sweet thing, Kyle, of like, uh, if people didn't renew and I had to look at everybody and was like, well, we gave it a shot. Uh, we got to close up doors. Yeah. I would feel such a relief when I walked out of the door. I was like, whew, that's over with. Right. <laughs> but I can't do that. I can't do that without leaving everything in the ring. Yeah. Right. And um, I, I wouldn't be proud of myself. And I have a, a son, Eli, you know him. Uh, I couldn't let him look through my story that we're documenting and know that I, I didn't leave it all out there. Especially when I'm saying, get, leave it all out there, son. Right. Like, dude, I'm in the same there. space. It's like, I will, you know, it, it's like, all right, <clears throat> you are so close to something like just popping off, right? Like, yes, dude, you can taste it. Yes. It's like, will, 
will the requirement of what it takes to get from here to there take me out in that small space? I got an analogy for you. Yeah. When you get done with that, you you finish and then I got. Oh an no, that that's pretty much it. Like okay, it's a matter of because we're seasonal, right? And it's we like, are seasonal. So much in the last season, starting two years ago. And then, you know, new ignorant business owner in growth that you haven't experienced yet. It's like, (laughs) oh, hey, we're- I know things. I'm smart now. Yeah. Yeah. And then you realize all the mistakes that you didn't catch because you weren't monitoring your business close enough and you were trying to run too hard and all the things. And you get to the end of the season, like where I'm at, it's like, oh, I should have been paying attention to these things. And so did the- we'll just call them mistakes for last to be- lack of better well, did, did the ignorance that i had yeah. last year is that going to take me out in the you know three month time span of basically no income before i know that we can absolutely swing it back year? again yeah yeah, well, yeah dude it, it's uh well, I'll tell you I'm, first I'll, I'll answer i'll give you the analogy the uh the metaphor well, as an analogy, I guess. Uh, I play Fortnite with Eli once in a while. That's like some of our time we get together. Yeah. And on that game, when you get close to a treasure chest, the the closer you, it, it starts to go like, oh, like the closer you get, and the closer you get, you can hear that shit. It gets louder, and you and you're like, holy shit, it's right around here. I know it is. But then also, like, there's bullets flying at you. Yeah. And rather than you post back up. You know that if you just strictly focus on trying to find the treasure chest, you're probably getting shot in the back, bro. Right. Like you are. So you have to dial back a little bit and like be tactical yep. and then go back and try to find it. By that time, maybe somebody else already opened it and you're running around like you can't find it. Like that's what I feel like with Chris. That's what I talk about here with Blacktop Banner. Like we feel like we are really close to cracking the, I, I, you got, you guys challenged me this last year and being like, what are, where, what are you doing with Blacktop Banner? Like what, Mm. what are we doing? Like you asked that question, Daniel, our friend asked that question. What is it? Right. Like, what are you selling? And at first we're selling attention, right? Like we have the attention of the the asphalt industry. Uh, People follow us. Uh, I stay, I say stupid shit and people post in the comments that I'm an idiot. And then people follow and people say he's not an idiot. And you know, we get attention that way. Um, Fully, fully noted. I am an idiot but I think I'm also a genius. So we got, we, there's that dichotomy. dissect that part. Um, but we, we, at first that's what we did. And then we realized where we wanted to go. That wasn't going to be enough. Like that, that wasn't going to be enough. I wasn't going to realize my full potential just selling attention. Right. So, um, we, we kind of took a analysis of blacktop bander, um, went through what we do well, chopped off what we don't do well and then reverse engineered what we figured is five pillars uh and we're gonna go that route now that is very similar to what i do with wisco right hey we want to get to this point to get there we're gonna have to do these three things really well let's dissect how we do that that's a great ask plan dude until we get to november Mm -hmm. and when we get to november you're like fuck <laughs> i missed putting in two or three things here and while i had the cash flow i really fucking should have done that and not did it over here the only good thing about us having an off season is we get to go to our mentors people who are farther along with us than us 
and say, hey, I'm still an idiot. Uh, I fucked this up over here. Uh, any recommendations? Come on in. One thing that we've had to do, and I think you and I are really comfortable with, because we've already talked about a little bit starting out in this podcast, is like, dude, you can come in and, and look at everything. I want you to. Yeah. Like, come, come in here. Like, come in. Like, Daniel Wright came from North Carolina to come here, and like, he was like, I want to know everything about your business. Uh, I would love to say he gave me some great sage wisdom, but he didn't. I think he just was like, I want to see what how the fuck you tick because yeah. that shit does not make sense to me, right? And then, uh, but you have to, dude. You have to be fully candid, and that's a flip, I, I believe, in how the asphalt industry used to be. You didn't let anybody know. And you definitely didn't want people to know that you fail in a lot of spaces. I think you and I succeed really well about 20% of the time. And we fail probably 80% of the time or we dropped the ball or we didn't opt. We didn't make the best choice, but we made enough to keep going. And I think if we stayed plateaued, yep. that percentage would go up, right? <laughs> We'd get to where we're making 80% great decisions and 20% yep. just whatever happens. But we scale, you and I are trying to scale. And when you get into the realm of the unknown, the percentage of you making a bad decision is going to go up exponentially. Right. right. So we do our best, I think, to adapt. But you know why it's valuable to, to to be able to admit that is because that's transparency and people like transparency because well, you're genuine either. You know, and, and this this is just my my opinion, but <clears throat> the people that it, it, I should say the industry not wanting to open up and be honest about their situation is one of two reasons. Either A, they didn't want to expose themselves and where they're not and where they're dropping the ball, but it doesn't seem like it to anybody but themselves. You want me to say a second reason? Yes. Fear. Uh, no, that's not what I was going to okay, say. Okay, three reasons. Go ahead. You go. <laughs> <a second>. uh, <laughs> or two, I don't want to tell you the things that we've figured out over time through those failures because I don't want you to outshine me, which that's fear. is fear. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, so we're, we're, we're both on the same page. They're both yeah. in a relation of fear, fear of exposing myself and fear of, of, you know, be able to leg up. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. And you know what I'm scared of? Having to shut the fucking doors on the businesses next year. Yeah. Like that's my fear. Like I'm not scared what the fuck anybody thinks. I could give a shit at this point. Literally, I I I was the guy that fucking turned the camera around and started showing what we did, and everyone said he's an idiot. And then I kept going. So a fear was a fucking thing. It went by the wayside a long time ago, right? And you know me personally. I've I voiced it personally on Blacktop Banter. Like I I struggle. I I work my ass off in my personal life to keep it somewhat formed mm -hmm. because of how much time I spend and what I'm chasing. There's sacrifice and there's things falling off that um most normal human beings would stop dead in their tracks and slowly focus on making that well and right. not worry about the business side right i'm not built that way my destiny isn't there um I, I i love that side of it but um i have the bigger fear like i told you of getting to the end of my life and realizing that i had untapped potential and that I could be extremely proud of myself knowing I left it all in the ring. Mm -hmm. And there is always a sacrifice when you make a choice, Kyle, if you choose something, you give something up. That's just how it goes. No matter what, no matter every choice you make mm -hmm. me drinking this caffeine with a little bit of creamer, I chose calories over no calories. You know what that <laughs> means? I'm gonna have to fucking run a little longer, right? There's always a choice one way or the other. And that's, this is the same thing with how hard we push in our business. If we're going to maximize that sucker, 
Mm -hmm. Something else is going to have to get sacrificed. Now, if I chose my more time with my children, focusing a lot more on my family, carving eight day, eight, eight hours out of my day for that, yeah. versus eight hours out of a day for blacktop banner, Wiscoat, my dream, my personal legend, as I call it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm never, I'm not going to reach this over here and I'm going to get to the end and be like, dude, you, you had this mm-hmm. and you let it go. Um, same thing over here. If I spend all this time and they're there and they're around me and um, they're like, yeah, he loved us a lot, but he also had a lot more that he could have did. Mm-hmm. Right. It, I'm I'm getting there's a balance and I hate that people say work life balance, dude. I hate that. No, it, it there's there's not. And I and in the last couple of years I've heard that so much. And I've also heard people combating that that there's no such thing as a work life balance. It's an all inclusive thing. And this is my life. This right, is my life. And understand this is that you know, as this <sighs> You're going to understand where, <laughs> where I'm going with Yeah, this. try relaying that to the rest well, of the natural it's world. It's going to go, and I'm going to start with saying back to your, your 80-20, okay? 20, or the, the 80% failure to 20% win. What yep. people, when they shy away from executing their dream, whether it might, it might not be owning a business, but whatever it is, just taking a chance on something more for themselves, they focus in on the 80% failure rate that they're going to have at certain points of, in time. It's not always going to be 80%, mm-hmm. but that 80% failure rate is going to fluctuate, go up and down. What they don't understand and what they fail to see is that 20% success rate is a yeah. thousand times better than not then yeah bring into because you as a person operating in that 20% success rate are a thousand times better of a person having have created a thousand times more opportunities when proud of yourself everything you are proud of yourself and so that is worth it yeah when you get into there your life is a, a is an evolution okay it's constantly yeah. evolving your cycles are constantly changing especially in what we've seen in the asphalt industry in a seasonal business your schedule from april to november looks different than mm-hmm. your schedule from november to april mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and so yeah. there's no such thing as a balance a balance means it's con- it's it's even it's constant it doesn't change yeah what you have to understand is there are seasons. What this season requires is going to be different than what the next season requires. And when you get True. in that turnaround cycle, the next season in a new cycle is going to look different than last yeah. year because you have grown. You know what this reminds me of? It, like you're, you're talking about the business. Yes. Right? It's going to look different. But it also personal is in relation life. to personal life, right? Yeah. Like they are Ke- Kelly and I have differences now and struggle now because Marvin 10 years ago doesn't exist anymore. Right. Right. And the Marvin 10 years before that, it didn't exist anymore. Right. And I would love to go back 10 years more, but I'm young enough that I don't have to. So that, that doesn't exist anymore. Right. And even in the five-year realms, even in the one-year realms, because of our influence around us, we're not the same people. I feel bad. Don't get me wrong. It's not that I'm heartless my best asset in the last year has been Kyla because I know I'm crazy. I know I'm all over the place and she has to wrangle in the best of me. That's profitable mm-hmm. in order to keep things going while I'm doing everything else. Mm-hmm. Kelly can't keep up with that. Kelly cannot keep up with that. So for me, what I've found is I'm not going to get that 
quote unquote work life balance. It ain't happening, right? What you just described is what we live and you know it. Right. What I need you to understand if you're going to be on my team, right, is that you have to keep up. Right. And where things are essential, where you can step in yep. and uh, pick up the slack for me in order for us to be a better overall product at the end, mm-hmm. I need you to do that. And if that is to your strengths, great. But if you can't do anything uh, to help the overall whole, mm-hmm. um, we're going to have some struggles keeping you around because you're going to get resentful towards me, right? Because I'm going to have time. I'm going to be doing this. I'm going to be recording a podcast with Kyle while you're out seal coating a parking lot in the fucking hundred degree heat. Yep. Right. And if you can't understand the overall vision and, and, and understanding of what everybody is picking up slack to do, yep. we're going to have trouble because here I am on a Saturday recording with Kyle while my team is probably laying in bed. They're probably cooking breakfast with their family. I'm also picking up slack for you on right. my team. Right. So it's a, there's no balance, dude. There isn't, it's, this is what we do. Are you in, are you out? Like that's what it is essentially. And once you get a feel for it, you might be out and guess what? That's okay. It's well, okay. No, I don't think that you can be an actual successful entrepreneur without being an equal opportunist. In what way? Describe, explain equal opportunist. If you're, you're, because if you're an entrepreneur, that phrase is becoming overplayed and and just wore out. Okay. You're looking for, how do I grow? How do I develop? How do I do all of these things? You can't do that unless you recognize and capitalize on opportunity when it shows up. Oh, for sure. We don't know when opportunity shows up. And so we don't know when we're going to have to execute on that right now. For sure. That, that opportunity. How many people do you know that are like, nah, that doesn't fit what I already have going on right now, even though it would propel us in a good direction. I don't, I, I got don't a question for you. I, opportunity. So I'm going to let it go. Like that's not an entrepreneur. That's a no, I got a question for you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in my, in my lane, we're, we're in different lanes, but our roads intersect yours and mine. Yep. I'm, which I'm very thankful for. And I, I'm thankful that you allow me to come with all these ideas, cut you off and we keep having a conversation. And then Dude, I, that's how, in. that's what I like. So yeah, we communicate that way. <laughs> Do you imagine if I would have tried to start the Blacktop Banner podcast right now in the current atmosphere? Like what if I would have tried to start it right now? Do you know how many podcasts there are? You know how many asphalt podcasts or business podcasts that are in our industry that are trying to start, that are trying to get legs, yeah. that are trying to create an opportunity like we've done? Yeah. If I would have waited... I would be in their shoes. Somebody else would be at the front, right? You would be a follower versus a leader. And there's no way it would have gained ground, dude. Especially if somebody, I know there are people who, I I had um, Michael Militia. Uh, He is on Instagram as of late, Michael underscore a militia or underscore militia, but it's spelled Malicia. Okay. But but it's militia. And he's been coming on strong. He has great content. The dude, like, I have this five o'clock shadow that don't grow in. So here's so much or growing right. here so much. Like you do a lot better job growing a beard than I do. Well, Eli does a better job growing a beard than I do. Um, but Michael's looks good, dude. He's well-versed. He's built a wonderful company, coastal paving and excavation out in California has a great story. Yeah. If he would have started blacktop banter, I would have never been able to compete with that dude. No way. Yeah. But opportunity came to me because my mind was open. I was an entrepreneur. I was in a space and I seen an opportunity and I was like, okay, I'll do that. And I should do it now because I have the foresight to understand that somebody else is going to do it if I don't do it. Mm -hmm. Right. 
that's why blacktop banner exists. That's why it's it's there. The only caveat I think that makes us different than everyone else and anyone else doing it is what I have been willing to sacrifice is completely genuine because I care so much about our industry and the community and the people in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that I don't, I never had anything to sell. Like mm-hmm. this year we have merch and blacktop banner success group memberships, but even then, um, it's a filtering process essentially. Right. So, um, that relays really well. Um, you know, me well enough to know, like I live out of my backpack. I don't have oh, the, the burbs got rust on it, buddy. And then, uh, the torque converter starting to make a crazy ass sound. So, um, <laughs> but as you stated, I'm sitting very well capital wise at the end of this year. I don't need, dude, I, if I want a Lambo, I'll rent one when we go somewhere, dude. I don't. I, what you, I'm an idiot, dude, if I buy one here in Wisconsin and try to drive it around. Because the only free time I fucking have is in the winter. Can you imagine somebody trying to drive a fucking Lambo out in a foot of snow? Um, <laughs> so, like, for me, seizing opportunity is essential Yeah. Uh, in what you're doing. And if you're not open-minded and you're so focused on doing tasks, right. you're going to miss that shit. Right. Right. Um. I don't want to do that, dude. Yeah. I don't want to do that. You know why this is stuff? Why this stuff is so easy to talk about? Because w- what I recognize is, is we've evolved as people, individuals, human beings, business owners, everything, because we can jump on a podcast and lay out some fire comment at the snap of a finger. You know <laughs> yeah. why that is? Is because we live it. Yeah. Because yeah. it's easy to talk about the space that we're already in. Because yeah. we're experiencing that day to day to day. I couldn't have done this three years ago. You right. maybe could have, but like the conversations were like scripted. What are we going to talk about? What are we going to go through? It's like, yeah. no, let's just talk about something that's at the forefront of our mind every single day. What we're experiencing every right now, yesterday, later today, yeah. you know, like yeah. that fatigue. Fatigue is fucking what I'm experiencing. <laughs> fatigue. Fucking fatigue, bro. But it's just, it's a different type of person. It is. We're in a different lane. We're, we, we're in a different journey. We yep. might be in the same industry. We might be in the same community, but we're in a different journey. And when you talk to somebody and you get a little bit of like their, their backstory and their back history or their personal life, you realize that they have a unique thing going too. We might be 80% compatible in the way our life looks, but that 20% is really what is affecting their life the most, right? That's different than yours. Yeah. So I think that us being relatable to people at Blacktop Banter um, it, in every aspect of life or in the majority of these guys' lives, the majority of percentage in these guys' lives that are contractors within the space is what has made us really unique and a uh, resource yeah. for them to go to because, dude, you know it. We, we've been so fortunate. I lived it, dude. So... When I would, those first eight, 10 years of me being in business, I was alone as shit, dude. Like I was alone. That's why I started doing this shit. Um, it's lonely. It sucks, dude. And you think there's nobody there. And then we come along, you, you come into the industry and find a, an, a community like right away. And it's like, dude, how blessed are you? Like for me, I think that like, that's been essential in your growth process, right? How do you do this in five years? Um, these guys are alone most of the time. And then when they find us, uh, it is on us to make sure that they don't feel like they're getting sold something because then we tinge our genuine caring aspect of what we do. And for me, there is no amount of money 
that that is worth. Right. So, um, I, I, I want to build a better resource for these guys and I want them to be able to rest and be easy. I want that too. I'm building it for myself. Don't get it wrong, dude. I'm not creating stuff for everybody and not me. Right. Blacktop banner is creating stuff for Marvin too, because Marvin needs it mm-hmm. maybe the worst, right? But everybody's going to feel like they need it the worst to do. Right. Um, but that's why we're creating it and doing it in it. it you know, are we, I, I got a question for you. Do you, ha- did you have show notes? Is there something that you wanted to talk about? We're completely off of it. I've got no. Okay, uh, cool. All right, cool. Good, good. No, I did not have show notes. I've got a running list of podcast topics that I'll check the boxes off of when, you know, when, when you get the gym thought that pops up and you, the, the fire thought like, all right, I'm going to put it in here and we'll talk about it later. Yeah. I have to put it in there while we're fresh in my mind. It actually was perfect what you brought up because I was I was thinking about if we were going to talk about something, it was going to be something around relationship based, like um, something along those lines. But yeah, for sure. Or kind of like a, you said something the other day that I thought was really good as far as. Um, well, that's a first. Cool. I appreciate well, that. When we were in Florida. You're like, put yourself in 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 Kyle's mind five years ago. I'm like, oh, yeah, like that that's huge because if i can talk to kyle five years ago that will shave three to four years off of kyle's life you know so i'll I'll tell you something um today like when you when you in full in full uh transparency uh i was at my i was at my apartment uh on my computer trying to figure out how to make a vacation work over christmas i'm late to the game the kids have been asking I go to put something in Google Drive and then I see a uh, Facebook Messenger thing from Kyle. He says, Kyle's inviting you to whatever. And I was like, okay, what the fuck is this? I click <laughs> on it and here's Kyle. Like the way you guys see him right now, if you're watching it, is how he was sitting there. I'm like, what's up? And he's like, nothing. And I'm like, what the fuck are we doing here? And he's like, you said you were going to be on a podcast with me today. And I'm like, shit, dude, shit. So then I jump in, go back and uh, here I am. But I think about what you just said, right, about five years ago, me going back and what that would look like versus me now. Um, I, I, I have I, every time I do that, I think about Eli five years ago. He's literally my best friend, dude. I spend most of my time with him. And if I have free time, I try to spend it with him and Elizabeth and Kelly. Um, but Eli is stuck to me, dude. Like he stays at the apartment with me. Uh, he goes where I go. Um so it's very, we have a very unique thing today. I was struggling a lot when I woke up this morning because, uh, shit's tight. I met with my accountant this week and he's like, I'm paying more in taxes this year than I made seven years ago, mm-hmm. more in taxes than what I made gross seven years ago. Mm-hmm. That's a hard pill to swallow. And it's also like you were talking about Marvin has money, dude, it's going, trust me, dude, that money's going to go somewhere. And I know where the fuck it's going. That's why I don't buy that Lambo, bro. Um, could I afford it? For sure. Am I going to? No. Um, I don't I don't get to do that. I don't have that luxury. Yeah. I get to I get to have the title of owner. I get to have this uh this vi- this view of me as an entrepreneur, grinder, right? CEO, trailblazer, whatever. That's my reward essentially. But there's a struggle with me because I want to be able to take my kids on a vacation. But I also want to make sure they're safe and secure. So I have to be thoughtful about how I spend my resources and what I do with them. So then I 
take myself into Eli's mind, right? When when you and I had that conversation, I was I was trying to put myself in your shoes, and then I was trying to put myself in Kyle five years ago's shoes, and that's why I said that because I was like, well, if Kyle feels the way I think he does right now, and I think that Kyle five years ago would feel this way, it would be great for me to bring that up to you. Yeah. All this around to say, what do I want best? Right? We're talking about choices. What do I want most? Do I want Eli to look at me and say, damn, dude, when I was 12 years old, my dad provided a vacation to Florida for me and uh, we had a great time. Mm -hmm. I'm thankful that he worked hard for that. Mm -hmm. Or do I want him to, and, and knowing that it's going to make things even tighter, right? And he may, he won't know that. I won't show him that, but mm -hmm. I know that, but, or do I want him to say, damn, I listened to a podcast with dad and Kyle when I was like 12. And I didn't realize it, but my dad didn't take us on that vacation um, because things were tight. And me knowing that I admire him a lot more that, that he was willing to sacrifice that for uh, success mm -hmm. and um, to make himself and our situation better. Mm -hmm. I think I want that, right? Mm -hmm. I know I'm grabbing one thing to let go of another, but I would much rather him view me as that then view me as dad made money and took us on vacations. And while he was gone with me, he wasn't, he didn't enjoy it because he knew what he was giving up. Right. Like they, they sense that they feel that if I'm gone and I'm not, if I'm with them, but not there shit, but if I'm here and with them, I think that's the, that's the better one. So I put myself in his shoes too, thinking about those two things. Like I would love for him to be like, damn, I remember dad was going to take us. And he said he couldn't, couldn't afford it, but because of what he sacrificed there, we were able to do this. Like, that's our hope, right? You're my, I, uh, that's our hope. Like that, that's the outcome. You, you, I posted a quote today, um, by Pedros and it was, uh, hope isn't a game plan. Yeah. I saw that. Right. So like, that was what I was thinking. It came to me at just the right time. Cause I was like, dude, if I go on this vacation, then I'm going to hope it works out. Mm -hmm. But if I don't go, that's part of my game plan. Mm -hmm. Right. So, you're going to see here. I might book it today. Fuck. Who, who knows? I might book it today. Right. Um, <laughs> I don't always make the best strategic decisions. I, I go off my emotion and, uh, well, I, I can't wait to go to the old up. Marvin. So book. yeah, that's right. Yeah. You got to remember where you came from booked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't forget where you came from booked. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's tough, dude. It's tough. Let's, let's get down to the crux of it. It's tough, dude. Yeah, there is no playbook. I don't care what you do. I don't care. I don't care who says join my mastermind and I'll teach you how to be successful. Mm -hmm. You are going to trade something for that. Mm -hmm. And it is always going to be tough. Mm -hmm. And when you get older and your kids are older and they're struggling with life and you're emotionally attached to them, guess what? That's going to be tough. Yep. There are high rewards. There are terrible valleys, great mountains, right? And there's things you're going to lose. Mm-hmm. You know what, you know what, like, you know what the best comfort is not being alone in that. Right. That's why you and I are such good friends. Right. right. Um, I'm greedy as shit about it. Maybe I'm selfish and I'm like, Hey, I need to be friends with Kyle. Cause I don't freaking want to be alone. Yeah. Right. Okay, cool. I'll be selfish yeah, but, with that. But the, the, it's not a good friendship or relationship to have. If there's not a, an exchange of something back and forth, there has to be a value exchange. So if you're not approaching relationships from a somewhat selfish point of view. Oh, damn. This is going to get deep. I know. Right. But honestly, there yeah. has to be a value exchange. Honestly, if I didn't gain something from you and your and, and our friendship, then we wouldn't be friends. 
I see how you are. I see how you are. Because yep. what because what point is it otherwise? <laughs> we might as well go back 10 years to where, you know, let's let's all just hang out at the bar together. That's what I just was gonna say, dude. I can find anybody to get, drink know, with the next 12 hours ahead of our life and only plan so far ahead. Like yep. keep ourselves in a state of like dying a slower dying a faster death. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm I'm a I've been hypocritical lately, dude. And it, it's hit me a lot within the last two weeks. And no one has brought this to my attention. I've just kind of noticed it, uh, especially when we were at Ignite. Okay. So uh, I can think of five people that are super close to me, okay. uh, you you being one of them. Um, and, and let's get it straight. You and I don't talk every day. Nope. Uh, we, we, tr we, we talk maybe once a week, but never conversations like this. This happens maybe once a month, mm -hmm. right? Um, that sucks, dude. I'm going to be honest with you. That sucks. And there's five people that I do that with. And I worry that with my pace, you understand it because you live it too. But I worry about with my pace that they're like, I don't think that they think that they're as good a friend to me as they actually are because of how they want to be. Mm -hmm. But I think that they think that I'm not allowing that. And it's not that I'm not allowing it. It's just that I suck at being a really good friend that is there and spends time with that. So what, but um, what makes you feel that way? Um, just because I see when I, when I have conversations like, Oh, I talk to him every day. Right. And like, yeah, dude, I talk to him at least two or three times a week. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't need that. Um, it would probably increase the value of my life and my joy, but I don't need it to go towards my goal of what I'm trying to do. So that sucks for everybody. And, including me. Uh, I was, I referred to Jay Duran earlier. Um, him and I have become really good friends and we have some amazing conversations because there's certain things that I think and talk about with him that I know I wouldn't be comfortable talking about with other people just because it's so far along philosophically and it's really, really, really in depth. Mm -hmm. Um, and then he, it forces me to be vulnerable in a way that I'm not comfortable being vulnerable, which is crazy, right? Because you and I talk almost about everything. So it's really, really, really deep shit. Mm -hmm. But, um, when we were in Pittsburgh, when I was in Pittsburgh recently and him and I spoke, um, I told him that I was having a, a struggle with selling memberships to blacktop banner success group and, um, asking people to do things for me, like you do for me. Like, I feel like I'm never going to be able to repay you for, for what, for what you do for me. And I feel really bad asking people to pay to be part of the success group because in the, the past we just formed groups mm -hmm. and people were in them. Mm -hmm. Right. And we talked about shit and I was like, these are my friends. These are people who want to be friends with me, Jay. And Jay's like, so you're harvesting relationships. And I was like, fuck that sucks because people harvest for profit, whether they profit for selling that harvest, right? And we're in farm country out here, bro. Whether they, they, or they use it to feed something that they're going to sell or they use it to fuel themselves so that they can be productive, right? So for me, I'm like, damn, okay. Um, I'm having trouble with this. I don't necessarily anymore. Jay put it into context for me the same way you do. There's an exchange. Yeah. Through friendship right there has to be some type of exchange what i we're referring back to the five friends that are really close to me that's because we were able to when i had time we were able to spend time together we yeah. were able to get time to know each other we really did have in-depth conversations um spent time making time for each other we would get bored we would have 
things in our business that we were trying to figure out. And we wanted to talk to each other about how we do that. And then also about life in general. I don't do that anymore, dude. I make acquaintances, right? I feel really bad. Chad Jung with preferred striping uh, up in Minnesota. Somebody told me like every time that I see him, he said every, I like Marvin. He's a great guy. But every time I see him and talk to him, I feel like he is so much. He has so much stuff to do that I can't spend time talking to him. Mm-hmm. And that breaks my heart. I really enjoy Chad. He is a fantastic man who I would love to spend time getting to know more. Mm-hmm. But because of my time allocation per day, I can't value that over me creating something here that gets me towards my end goal faster. And that sucks, dude. That sucks really bad. And I have thousands of acquaintances that I would love to be friends with because I know that would bring more joy, overall joy to my life. But I'm in the midst of that season that you're talking about where I am planting the seeds. I am grinding. I am working to get towards what I'm meant to be. My destiny is not meant to make a bunch of friends that fill my life with joy, right? That's not going to untap my full potential. It's going to help me live a fuller life. And I hope that everybody that hears this understands that, that I would love to get to a point where I am free to call you all the time and bother the shit out of you and be like, damn dude, can you just like, like, can I call you later? Right? Like, when like next week maybe or maybe like december would that be cool um i would love that it it does bring me great joy like our friendship brings me great joy daniel's friendship brings me great joy um i think that the old marvin would say it like this this marvin nowadays doesn't talk like this anymore but um you guys are very fortunate the five of you to have me because (laughs) anybody else that would have come along they would have been one of those five people yeah right I didn't, I haven't made time for anybody to get that close to me beyond then because it doesn't work with my reverse engineering of my personal legend. And I want to get there quick, dude. I don't want to, I don't want to be 65 and finally achieve my personal legend. I want to do it at 45 Mm -hmm. because I want to enjoy the next 20 years after that. I'm not, it's not that I'm not enjoying it now, but as I stated earlier, the highs are really high. The lows are really low. When you get out of business and you get out of succeeding and becoming the best version of yourself, Mm -hmm. Uh, those highs aren't going to be as high anymore, right? Like, what are you going to do? Lift 10 more pounds at the gym? No, uh, but, okay, but that's think cool. about it this way. Is, but you're not going to be risking so much that it's like, holy shit, I right. could lose it all right now, right? It doesn't happen that way. So, Well, you, you uh, become a little bit more seasoned to it. And don't lose sight of this is that, you know, every valley that you come up against, right, is going to feel like a new... Like you approach it the same way, but new every time. And what I mean by that is this, it's a new challenge. Very, very few times do we get shocked with the same challenge twice. Well, I've been through this Mm -hmm. before. I know how to handle it. So it's not Mm -hmm. really a challenge anymore. As we grow, we experience new challenges and they're equally as frightening every time because they're new and we haven't experienced it yet. We approach it a little bit better because we're seasoned enough to know that, well, I I'm, I believe in myself enough to know that I'll get through this. It's just yeah. still comfortable. But don't lose sight of the valley that you're in now is still at a higher elevation than the than a peak that you experienced in the past. For sure. For sure. We're, 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 we know we're, we're climbing tougher mountains. Right. 
right? right? We know we're doing that, and we know that there's something there. Like, it wouldn't be so hard if there wasn't something good on the other end. Yeah. You know? And, uh, yeah, dude, it just sucks, dude. It sucks. So I mean, I, it, it sucks. I it, think the, the relationship part of it is what has hit me the most as of late. Because there's people that have said, you know, he's he's one of my good friends. Yeah. When I hear him talk or they introduce me, like, he's one of my good friends. I'm like, dude, we talked maybe five times this year. But right. Dude, so yeah, either there's two things, either they're lying. Right. To to be like to make them look better. Yeah. Or they're in the same boat I am. Where they don't have time for really, really good friends. So it the bar is pretty fucking low to be a good friend, right? Because <laughs> I don't fucking have time to do it, right? Yeah. Um, so it makes me think about that sometimes. And I just feel bad, dude, because there's guys, there's guys that I look up to. Yeah. That I have heard descriptions about them, how when they talk to somebody, even in a room full of people, it makes them feel like they're the only ones there. Because right? that's just a matter of intentionality. Yeah, like, but I'm, I'm I don't have time for intentionality. That's my fucking problem, Kyle. Yeah, but I don't have time for that. Let me put it to you this way: intentionality doesn't mean a long time. Intentionality just means if what I have is thirty seconds right now, mm-hmm. I don't need to let that thirty seconds be absorbed by the anticipation of what I have to what I have to do next. Yeah, I can't. Your 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 mic went out. We're ex- please listen. All right, there we go. Cool, I'm back. Yeah, I, I don't have time for that, dude. Uh, it's a it's a mental quietness thing. Being yeah, a- I don't have that, dude. I only have the mental part. <laughs> it's being and, a- and I I just I want to express that, dude, in the worst way to everybody out there. Like, and well, we're starting to see it, right? Like, so we have a mutual friend. Yeah, and his availability used to be fantastic for us. As he grew and as things grew, it became less, right? To where people are calling me because they're like, yeah, I tried calling this guy. I don't even get a text back. I don't get a call back. Like it's not even there anymore. It's not that he doesn't care, guys. It's not that I don't care. It's just that we are trying to do things on our personal legend that take priority over that. And the normal human mindset and what you've been sold by society is that you don't put that stuff in front of people because that's selfish Mm -hmm. god okay guess what guys then i'm selfish Mm -hmm. right because i want to be the best version of myself who do i want that for Mm -hmm. me right right so i have to balance that stuff out i have to choose what takes priority over that if that is what you need i can connect you with people who can be that friend for you because i've made acquaintances right Uh, that's that's essentially what I am. I think I'm a really good connector Mm -hmm. and, and a less than average friend. Right. Uh, I I think I'm really good at being a friend to Kyle Lashone because Kyle Lashone is in one of those relationships that I've really developed. I can't do that now. I hate that aspect of it. I also don't need, and personally don't, I don't need those friendships that talk every day. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't either, I would, man. I don't know what I would do with those. I, I mean, the friendships that I have every day, they work for me. Yeah, for sure, for <laughs> sure. Know, and like, that's because of proximity, right? Right, that's it's a proximity type of friendship. So there's an ease of access to that friendship. Yeah, so and those are developed over time. Like it's not going to be the same for you as it is for somebody else. Somebody that says we talk on the phone every day, that's great, and I'm super happy for you that you have that relationship with somebody. I'm yeah. happy for you, but yeah. like, 
I can still feel a hundred percent fulfilled knowing that I have great relationships that yeah. don't talk every day. And we don't mm -hmm. need that to talk every day to still have and invest in a great relationship when we do talk periodically. Yeah. Yeah. Like, fulfilling for me. And yeah. And that's the, that's the dichotomy for me because I, I, I have this reason why I'm doing it, right? I'm doing it because I think about Marvin 10 years ago where he was in the industry and in the community and in his business journey, and he was alone. Yeah. There wasn't resources there. There weren't people who cared. There wasn't connections for people to make this thing easier for me. Yeah. And I feel like people think that I'm it being a close friend of mine will add so much value to their life because I know all these things. That's not true. What I know is the people who have succeeded in that realm in different areas all over that I can connect you to that will help you succeed. Even I haven't taken advantage of what they know. It's prevalent in Wisco, right? And there's, we, we have yet to hit seven figures in Wisco because I haven't taken the time to really develop friendships with them and get their knowledge and apply it to my business because I'm chasing something completely different than your trajectory. So, but it goes back to your, what you want is what you're putting time into right now. Correct. 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 So, right. What, so, here's the thing. What I'm creating is a way for people to be successful, not feel alone and create community so that they can develop those types of friendships. That's what I'm creating. Mm -hmm. I, I may not take full advantage of that myself, but I'm creating that for these people. And I feel like, I feel like they can't see that. And at Blacktop Banner, that that's what we're doing. We there, we're here to entertain them and make the industry sexy and provide a little bit of information and stuff for them here and there. Because they're not in it, they haven't understood it. I don't get a chance to express my vision and what we're doing to them, so that they can be bought in and buy to it. So here's this thing of like Marvin's just have out here having fun. Uh, he doesn't create time for us uh, so much for being a community creator, yada, yada. But we have guys that are in BBSG who have taken advantage of what we've created here. Um, and they are seeing great success. They are creating great relationships, right? They ain't with me. Uh, some of them have, um, but some haven't. And I don't get me wrong. I feel bad about it, but I it's just because I know you wouldn't. I do though. I'm a big old, I got a big old heart. I just had to put a cage around it somewhat, but I feel bad about it, dude, because, um, sometimes people just want you to be there. And if that is the case, give me a call, right? If it's like, Hey, I just need somebody to talk to, give me a call. You guys, my, my phone number goes up on the black top banner story once in a while. Uh, if you email me, I'll get you my number. You can call me. I will talk to you. Whatever. Our industry isn't that big that I can't make time to talk to somebody in person. Um, and at least help them sort out some thoughts, but treat me like you've known me your whole entire life. Like yeah. we grew up together. Like, uh, I've been one of your best friends. Don't ice break me and try to figure things out. Treat mm -hmm. me like I'm your best friend. Right. When you call me, if you've never spoken to me before, that's going to get us there a lot faster. Right. And I'm open to that. So that's kind of like what I have to say now, yeah. which sucks. But that's what I have to say in order for that to happen. Yeah, but you're giving people an insight on how to get the best out of you for them. Which yeah, is, and I want them to get the best friend, out of themselves which too. Is, which is being a friend and being an intentional friend without them even asking for it. You're skipping the dating phase. Like, hey, let's just jump right into being friends. If this is going to be mutual. And but not chilling. Yeah, being but, friends, but not chilling. Yeah, and yeah we can do yeah. the Netflix, but we ain't chilling. Right, right but like, <laughs> understand like, when we're not talking about, we're not talking to people that are trying to be bottom feeders and stay there. Like we're talking to people. Yeah. 
if you're talking to me, chances are you want to go up. Right. And the same Mm. thing with me too. And I don't want to talk to people like you quickly qualify out like, Hey, we're not in the same, we're not going in the same direction here. Like we're not heading down the same road. We're not heading to the same destination. Like there's Mm -hmm. no reason for us to communicate unless there's a a point in time to where we can be beneficial for each other. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. The the people that come up to me and they're like, Hey dude, I love what you do. I love following the content. I appreciate them a lot. I couldn't do it without them. Right. Right. Uh, but if that's all I am, if all I do is create things to entertain you and make you feel like you're, you're home, you have community and, uh, that's that, that is completely fine, but we are not going to become tight, close friends through that. Right. And if you want to become a tight, close friend with me, I am very guarded about my atmosphere in my circle because I have a trajectory in places that I have to go. Right. Mm-hmm. So I will make time to deliver insight to you, but I'm I unfortunately cannot make time to figure out how to meet up with you so that we can play pool and talk about life together. I can't do that. I need to be able to do that with somebody who has either experienced it before or is experiencing it with me now. And that's where I'm at, dude, like, and has succeeded in it. I don't want to talk to somebody who's like, yeah, I've had trouble in my relationship with my significant other. It fucking derailed, fell all apart and obliterated. That's why I'm here now. And I haven't done anything for 10 years. Do I want to do I? I'm not a misery loves company guy. Right, right. I'm a, I'm a misery sucks. Let's figure out how to get the fuck out of this guy. Right, right. Well, you put yourself in a different, you've elevated yourself to a different point in life. And I'm not, don't, don't get me wrong. And, and especially to anybody who's going to listen to this, I'm not trying to devalue anybody or any one person where they're at. Like where you're at is fine, but you have to, especially understand, if they're happy, especially if you're happy, Dude, if you're happy, Dude, I, I envy that shit, Kyle. We, we I envy that that has been put inside us. Um, Ben Newman calls it the burn. Everybody's is going to be different. Mm -hmm. What fuels you and is going to, and it's going to allow you to feel fulfilled in life is if you satisfy that burn inside you and everybody's is going to be different. If, Mm -hmm. if somebody is truly content and happy with where they're at, then great. But understand that when you start creating momentum in your life, that momentum takes different energy to maintain. Dude. We can't do the same things that we no. are doing. And honestly, like, because it took me a minute to qualify, like, all right, these people aren't responding to me in the same way. They're not like, it just, it, if I'm thinking that it's their fault that they don't respond to me, that's selfish. Mm-hmm. it's selfish and i needed to get over myself and think that they need to be available to me whenever i need them you know what they've got bigger things going on mm-hmm. that are more important than me mm-hmm. and i need to allow them to do that so that i can learn from what they're doing and yep. where they're going and then it's a matter of how do i effectively glean from this relationship that might mean i need to put myself in a space on their calendly link no for sure you know what i mean like and that's you put yourself on my google calendar that would help out (laughs) that's a good healthy relationship instead of feeling like you know this dude this dude's ignoring me like i'm not important because he didn't respond to me right away no i'm sending you my calendly link because i do want to spend time with you right this is the best way to communicate to me you want to know the best way to get a hold of me Text me first. You know what, dude? If, if Kyle was like, dude, you got to send me a Calendly link. And I imagine if I was like, fuck, I'm not, I don't even know how to use Calendly. Forget it. Then I, then I don't want it bad enough. Right. 
if I, what I need to do is go on Google or go on YouTube and be like, how do you use Calendly? Right. Figure out how to fucking use it and then send, then go ahead and get with Kyle. Right. Here's the thing, dude. I, I need people to think about it this way. Let's say you put yourself in my shoes and you're a business owner. Yep. Uh, let's say you put yourself in Kyle's shoes and you're a business owner. And let's get it straight. Right now I have one employee, two including myself at Wiscoat. Mm -hmm. God only hopes that I can get two more come spring. Mm -hmm. We'll see. Mm -hmm. We'll see if God sends it that way. Kyle manages a lot more people than I do. But think about it this way if you're a business owner. You, you want all your employees to be happy, right? You want them to be happy where they work. Mm -hmm. So let's get this straight. Kyle, the business owner, doesn't want to be complacent. He wants to be on an upward trend. Mm -hmm. He has goals. He wants to scale. If you make every employee you have happy or complacent where they are, mm -hmm. You, they are not going to want to take on more production. Mm -hmm. They are not going to want to. Mm -hmm. If you have every employee around you happy and content, why the fuck would they want to put more on their plate and bite off more and climb a mountain with you? Right. They don't. Right. Right. So you, that's the same thing with your friendship deal. Right. If I'm surrounded by 10 people who have been doing it the same way for 10 years and the only reason they're talking to me is because they feel alone in their business. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be able to talk to you a little bit about that and probably help, mm -hmm. but I cannot talk with you all the time and spend time with you every day because I have a trajectory I have to stay on. Now, if you were a friend who like, dude, I fucking want to crush, right? I want to crush. Then we have something in common. We have something to talk about. The beauty about developing relationships with those type of people, whether they're guys that start in the BBSG at zero or guys who are 10, $20 million companies, which we're super thankful for. We have in BBSG, mm -hmm. the, the, no matter where they are in their journey, if you listen long enough and you stay long enough in that relationship, they are going to deliver you some value. The guys that are young, Jacob Buck, who's a friend of ours, who isn't in BBSG, but a friend of mine, uh, his dad has come on and talk. Jake has given a lot of insight to us. Jake knows way more about technology and apps and how to do things than I do. Right. Um, cool. We're friends. We talk more often than other people. Um, that are in my relationship because I'm getting something from it, but also he gets something from me, right? He's young. I'm teaching him about my journey, been able to share with him. He's getting married soon. Mm -hmm. Like what that's been like, why mine is fucked up compared to other people's who aren't right. And what he wants, there's going to be an exchange all the way through it. Mm -hmm. So I think that you, you have to think about it when you approach somebody with that in mind, mm -hmm. I'm not, it's not that I don't like you. It's not that at all. I don't know you enough to like you or not like you. Um, I may not get enough time to, to know you or like you. And it's not that you're off putting. It's just that I am intentional because I am on a journey and a trajectory where I have to be intentional with my time, with my words, with my relationships, with my atmosphere. I have to be intentional and you may be worthy, but I won't know that. Right. Unless you want more out of the relationship with me than just saying, Hey, once in a while. Right. I need to know that reach out to me, do the calendar link, spend time being like, Hey dude, I, I needed to carve 30 minutes. I think we could be really good friends. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to be able to do this. It's going to cost you sometimes, dude, we are way farther along in our journey. Marvin 10 years ago could not afford to buy time with Marvin right now. There's no fucking way, dude. He don't have it. He don't have the money to travel to the KM event. He don't have the money to go to ignite. Right. Um, he don't. And not only that, he doesn't have the balls to ask Marvin right now 
right. for time, dude, because he feels intimidated by him. Well, so you have the wherewithal to know what to do with that information either. No, shit, no, dude. All I wanted to do was just listen. <laughs> like yeah. I had to sit to the table, put myself in position and listen for a long time in order for me to start making moves to be able to know what fucking questions to ask, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, and it, it costs it costed me to go to these events. It costed me time there away from my family. I couldn't afford to take them, dude. Mm-hmm. So I, even now, I don't know that I can afford to take them. I do. We go. Like We went to Equip. We'll probably all go to World of Asphalt and whatnot down in Nashville. But it costs. It costs. Everything costs. It, it, everything has a choice. Everything costs. That's just how it goes. Um, and it's with business, too. Same same thing, dude. You, you uh, sent me a picture of... Uh, uh, some equipment and stuff that you bought recently for another venture into what are you doing? You're a fucking psychopath. There's no way with what you've divulged to me that I would fucking try to bite on, bite off something else. But guess what, Kyle? Early next week, I have a meeting about acquiring another business because I'm a fucking psychopath too, right? Mm-hmm. This is what we do. We're idiots. You're literally showing me that. And I'm like, what a fucking idiot. And then when I tell you at the end of this, what I had going next week, you're going to be like, dude, how the fuck are you even going to pull this off? Right? Like, that's what we do. But that goes back to what we were talking about at the very beginning of this conversation is being a, an actual entrepreneur is also being an equal parts opportunist. Yeah, dude, for yeah. sure. I, in my mind, everything that we that I have built may have led up to this opportunity. Right. And if this opportunity hits, I may not need all this other shit anymore. Right. Cause I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't enjoy Wiscoat as much as I used to. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what, you know, my favorite part of Wiscoat is when we do a project and I, and I know that when we come back, everybody can go home and I can get Eli from school and him and I can go stripe. That's mm-hmm. my favorite fucking thing at Wiscoat right now. Mm-hmm. Like we let the sealer dry, we go back or the guys get done with the parking lot that we had subcontractors pay. We go back and stripe. I get to talk to him, dude, show him what I know, which he's starting to know more than me now about striping. I get to tell him about sealer and crack filler. And he started to come with us during the days and stuff too, this summer when, um, my half, my team quit, like he get to, he gets to come out. Those are my, that's my favorite thing right now. You know why? Because he's my best friend. He teaches me things. I teach him things. Like there's an exchange between father and son. The more you exchange, the better friends you're able to become. Um, he's proud of me. I'm proud of him. Like there's this, that's why you and I make good friends. I'm proud of Kyle. Kyle's proud of me. People on the outside would look at us, whether they look at how stifled my actual contracting business has been because of this and think, yeah, he don't have a shit together. Or they may look at where you ended up at the end of the year and be like, yeah, he don't have a shit together but they don't know us. Yeah. They don't know where our hearts are, where our passion is, yeah. where we want to go, all this stuff, because they don't be, they're not able to spend time with us. I'm able to do that with Eli and I get immense amount of joy from it. That's my favorite part of Wisco. My favorite part of blacktop banner is the fact that you and I, that I intentionally get to carve time out mm-hmm. to have conversations like this mm-hmm. every week. Mm-hmm. I, I probably would have lost my shit by now if I wouldn't have been able to do that. So <laughs> the blacktop banner essentially became therapy, right. For, for Marvin at this point, but I'm, I know I'm not alone. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. I know I'm not alone. So therefore I know how important it is. I posted a, uh, you, you might've seen it. I posted a DM that I got this week about a podcast Daniel Good and I did. Right. Uh-oh. And it, 
and it was a guy i can't remember what exactly he said but he's like i didn't know i needed to hear this conversation when i heard it yeah i am in the same boat as you guys i want the same thing with my children mm. uh, i really appreciate the podcast dude that podcast was done with like 20 dollar mics that i that chris had to send to the hotel because i forgot them i recorded it from my laptop because i can't figure out how to fucking get my phone to work like it was the lowest quality shit yeah. in probably 10 and probably like three years but that I, I people put so much and mind you i'm not saying that quality stuff isn't important because it is to a certain point but yeah if, you can have all the quality and i and i know i'm preaching to the choir on this you can have all the quality stuff you want but if the content's crap it's still not going to mean anything yeah you for sure would rather go through you know shitty quality with valuable content that's usable to them that they can put themselves picture themselves in that scenario like that brings value yeah for sure yeah. dude like when chris came on uh chris has his degree in uh i'm gonna fuck this up probably but i think it's theater admin or uh i'm just gonna go with that but it's probably something else that yeah. tells you how good a friend i am to chris i can't remember what the fuck his major was that he just <laughs> well i botched his in. last name when i <laughs> yeah yeah you did yeah yeah so that's good that gives me a little bit of buffer time here until you get it right next time but, um, you know, he came from the world of acting and theater and, you know, where production and high production is the most important thing. Yeah. But at the same time, Chris likes underground artists that are unpolished, that display acoustic and the lyrics hit home hard. Yeah. He likes that. Yeah. So he understand that, you know, I let him dude. He, he spent money when he got here. That's one of our favorite stories. Like he spent all my reserves almost to get us this bomb ass studio and don't get me wrong the studio was bomb if you go back and look like the quality is super high on the stuff that we put out a month ago or two months ago but <clears throat> excuse me it didn't move the needle it ain't like we you know we've been trajectory like this it wasn't when he did that we went woo because people are like wow look how great this looks mm -hmm. fuck no it, it stayed the same because the conversations are the same the impact we're making is the same whether i'm filming it with a fucking toaster or I got an 8K, whatever, fucking blah, 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 road microphone, whatever fuck it is. I don't know. It didn't matter. What mattered was the context, right? And I think that that's the thing with relationships as well. The context of them are really what matter. Mm -hmm. I love I love that I'm friends with NASCAR drivers, NFL players or whatever, but I don't talk to them more than you. I don't make any effort to talk to them more than you. Mm -hmm. Uh Spencer Boyd and I have become friends. We we do interact with each other every single day, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, it's not super in-depth. I'm not asking him how his life went, how I can help him, what his family's like, whatever. Most of the time it's just, hey, bro, oh, that's cool, whatever, right? It's minor interact, minor interactions. So um, it, it, for me, it, it ends up being the expectations have to change when time changes right and you have to understand that people are at different parts in their journey and we're all different the burn is different the journey is different you can't conform other people to fit the version of what you need from them you have to meet them where they are and sometimes that takes you working or adjusting or adapting or going through a metamorphosis mm -hmm. or learning so that you can get there in order to to be what do you how do you want to put it kyle to be um, advantageous, right? Mm -hmm. To harvest that relationship, yeah. as Jay Duran put it, you have to do that type of stuff. I can't just, it can't just happen, bro. It ain't no. gonna work that way. No, no, it's not. What would you say that this is that 
I mean, I feel like this episode is just kind of like a, a season kickoff because we didn't hone in on one specific thing. No, but a lot. Like honestly, we could. That's pretty much how I treat my interactions with people. Hey, <laughs> I see you there. Bye. Hey, I see you there. Glad you're here. Bye. Right, which is which is super shitty of me. But I think we went in depth a little bit on a few we, of them. But we did in a lot of things. But even I mean, we could have cherry picked a multitude of different things, and that would be you know podcast content for three months if we oh, were to put sure. it on one you know what i for mean sure. so for sure but, and i think it's important dude i think it's important to do an over here's the thing we were recently at an event i think it's important that i go and shake everybody's hand and let yeah. them know that i know they're there um that i see them yeah right and it's so good to see them yeah i think that's important the trade-off would be that i don't do that and I only talk to five or six people and spend time with them the whole time and ignore everybody else. Mm -hmm. what, what do you want me to do? Dude, you know that events like that are extremely hard for me because, and I've just like, it's taken me five years of learning how to interact and how to be at that type of event because I feel like I always screw it up somehow in some way at some point in time. And I'm still going to be learning because it's like, there are so many people, there's so many interactions you get in, yeah. you get to start it in a really good conversation and that immediately stops. And then you go to another one. You feel like, hey, yeah, I just let this person down. Yeah. Am I leaving something on the table over here? Like yeah. who do I go to dinner with who, like what you all know the shittiest feeling what? is when you give half an hour to a conversation and you realize that you wasted a half an hour Yep. and you, and you had people that wanted to talk to you. Yep. And you're like, fuck. Yep. Yeah, it sucks, dude. I mean, that's why you have to be meticulous about it. Yeah, there you, was. You have to be. I was going to talk about, um, or I, I, was, I was thinking about bringing up just how to treat relationships and and being intentional and things like that. But honestly, I'm going to talk about. The, I'm going to I'm going to have James Yates in here because I want him to talk about specifically the BBSG group. Black, yeah. Black, Black Top Banners, the sex success group, because yeah, not the sex group. That's a higher <laughs> price ticket. That's a very high price ticket. You want to get that's where you get in depth. Wink, wink, <laughs> wink, wink. Right? Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I, I think it's important, dude. I think it's important because uh, he was he he changed. He oh. was the guy on the outside that that had that perception of me and yep. us. Yep. And then took advice on how to utilize it in a different way. Yep. And he did. Him and I talk now. Yep. Get this, right? Yep. In the last two weeks, him and I have talked at least every other day. Yep. How long he will be in the Blacktop Banner Success Group for a year come January. Mm -hmm. It took him 11 months to get to a level where him and I have something to interact with and talk yep. about every day. Yep, yep. And not only that, he invested into our community. He yes. is spending time talking about talking about BBSG to other people, yep. which forces interactions between him and I. Yep. That's just how it goes now. We are not people wandering around our communities trying to talk to somebody or going to a bar to Waiting hang out. Waiting for something to happen. That we're not that anymore. Yeah. We're not that anymore. So come join us. Don't get me wrong. I want to talk to you, yeah. but come join us. You got to meet me where I am. I can't go backwards, guys. I can't. Yeah. Right. And I want you to come along and I'll help pull you along. We throw you ropes. Right. Well, um, and here's James the, did a really good job. Yeah. And here, here's the thing that it's not that you have to be where I'm at, or you, it's not that you have to be where you're at, 
But what you have to have is something that's recognizable that I know where you're at and I know where you're trying to go because that's what we have in common. Yeah. And I can help you get there. It has nothing yeah. to do with where you're at financially, your business size or anything like that is where is your mind? And I you want to know what I like, dude, you want to know what I like just as good as a relationship that's in depth, that's producing a lot of fruit. Yeah. I like one where it's all out on the table and they're like, Marvin, I want to go from a hundred K to 300 K. I want to know the tactics. That's why I'm talking to you. Yep. I could give a fuck about your family. If it burns yep. to the fucking ground, if you Sweet. lose everything, I don't give a fuck. Sweet, because I, I will get fulfillment in helping you in that way. Yep, let's do it. Yep, let's do it. Then to receive. Yep, trust Bible me, dude. You don't gotta be is. my friend for me to tell you that shit. Like, right. I fucking want. I want to see you succeed, right? Because that gives me fulfilled. That gives me a badge of honor, dude. We fucking did it. Like, yep. yep this is what you need to do. Text yep. me with how to do it. Okay, if I can't figure it out, I'll find the PDF and fucking send it to you. Like, yep. I enjoy that relationship. If there's a number one, it's like you and I have. Yep. If there's a number two. It's on the journey to what you and I have. And there's number three. It's where they don't give a fuck about me. They mm -hmm. want to, they want to create profit. They want to expand their business, right? They want to scale. It's like, mm -hmm. cool, let's fucking do it. Even if, right. even if how they want to scale is personal right. or spiritual. Right. And the only reason they're talking to, to me is how to figure out how to unlock more enlightenment and more spirituality. Mm -hmm. Cool. Let's fucking do it. I'll talk with right. you about that shit. Just right. lay it all out there. Let me know what the intentions are of what we're talking. That's why I said earlier. Talk to me like I'm your best fucking friend, like I've been here forever. And that yeah, let's just I don't, get right to it. I don't want anything from that from you. Yeah. I don't want anything. Yep. But I am here to give. Yep. So let me do that. Does anybody call. that has anything going on in their life hates small talk? Let's just get that out of the way right oh. now. <laughs> yeah. There you go. There you go. Like, that, that pretty much we you and I spoke for an hour, hour and a half, hour long since we went, and that's all you had to do was ask that question at the beginning. And we were, yeah, here we go. Just when I think that Kyle's done and that I've exacerbated all of his great wise uh quotes, here he goes with a uh, one on the end to pretty much sum up the whole entire thing that it took me an hour and a half to explain. Great, great. Yeah, I'm smart. Yeah, Marvin's so wise. Yeah. No, dude, I uh I get it. I know that we went down. I told you this is what I wanted to talk about because this is what's been on my brain, right? Yeah. Um, the yeah. entrepreneur journey is fantastic. I love to talk about that stuff too. But lately, what's been on my brain is that part of of our of our lives and what we do. Uh, yeah. Don't get it twisted. Uh, it takes a long time, but James Yates has become a lot closer to me. I I want him to win. Because yeah. now I am invested in him as well, and he's invested in me. Mm -hmm. So I want him to win. Mm -hmm. uh, that's that's a different level. Well, right. he oh, had to become a different person. You mm -hmm. know, I had to become a different person. You have to become a different person. Had to, you know, in order to get. Yeah. So I hope that fucker passes me. I hope he passes me real quick because I would love to learn from that son of a bitch. And today's right. now how to do it nowadays, right? Well, so. He's going to hustle in different areas than you are. You're going to yeah. hustle in different areas than him and me. And, and like, that's, that's what the benefit There's guys that have been members as long as him that had the same resources that are in a similar marketplace that mm -hmm. have done the same thing who literally did nothing, mm -hmm. right? Who didn't grow. Mm -hmm. I would love for them to tell me what they had going on that James Yates didn't have going on. Because if you think it's your personal life, you're wrong. James mm -hmm. shared with me. He's dealing with the same shit. Like it, dude, that's what we do as entrepreneurs. You deal, there's a balance like we've talked about. So <laughs> it's all in how you treat it and what you do and how intentional you are and how strategic you are with it. Yeah. Um, 
does it suck that we have to do that? Absolutely. I wish we were just back here and we were Native Americans and all we had to do was hunt and fish and get in the teepees with our women and then wake up and do it all over again the next <laughs> day. What a life that would be. We yeah. don't live that way anymore, man. Our brains are still primal, but we're living in a highly functioning civilization now where it's releasing primal chemicals and it's not um, to evade predators anymore. It's how to evade uh, the tax man or uh, different things. So we react differently and uh, it, we just adapt. We're all in this together. We're all going together. Um, you know, it's, it, that's the name of the game nowadays, man. We're, we're business owners. We learned a lot about business at the beginning of the podcast and a lot more about relationships and expectations and how to do it. Don't get me wrong. The relationships you build, the network you put together will be your most adv advantageous tool to overall success of your life. Yes. A absolutely. The resource of your relationships and your network will be your most advantageous resource to success overall in your life. Personally, business-wise, intrapersonally, um, relationship-wise, whatever it is, that's what it's going to be. So take it from the hypocrite, har har work hard <laughs> on those relationships and harvest them. It's okay. You know, uh, imagine if uh, an ear of corn, this is going to get deep. Imagine if a stalk of corn was planted put into the ground, watered, nurtured, and you just let it die. It mm. just flopped over on the ground and it decomposed. Mm. It didn't get it. It didn't get harvest. It didn't make somebody feel good. It didn't become a nutrient to push things on. The whole purpose of that corn being there is gone. It's for you to use it. Right. It's there for you to use it. Yep. Yeah. It, that's what it wants to do. That's the same yeah. thing with these relationships. They want to do that. That's I, I talked to Jay Duran, right? When yeah. we were talking about harvesting relationships, I said, dude, what I did was put like a bunch of corn seed or uh, carrot seeds in the ground. Didn't fertilize. That's like, that's what I've been doing before. Mm -hmm. My field had like five of them mm -hmm. and I grew big fucking award-winning blue ribbon carrots, Wisconsin state fair shit where they're like, Oh shit. Everybody's <laughs> like, wow, look at that fucking carrot. And now I show up with like a uh, fucking truckload of baby carrots. Yeah. People are like, what the fuck are you doing? You know, they're like, who gives a shit? You planted the most baby carrots. Oh, cool, yeah. dude. Like, that's literally what's been going on. I'm me knowing that has been a self-reflection lately where I want I want medium sized ones. Ones you buy at the grocery store that you can actually do something with. Yeah. Right. So that's what I, that's my intention. That's what I hope to do. Um, I, that's a growth in me. That's an awareness that has be, dropped on my heart and my brain as of late that are going to make me force me to make some changes. Yeah. Uh, in the way that I interact with people from, from here on out, hopefully um, it helps me grow. Yeah. I also see you as you're the one that owns the field. Oh, for sure. You know what I mean? So that sure. other people can plant seeds and other people can fertilize and grow their relationships. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. you're, mm -hmm. you have the field that you bring other people together and they yeah, it's a community their... garden. Yeah, what a word. <laughs> and then one day when they sell theirs, they can buy their own field, right? Exactly. They can buy their own garden. Yeah. But you can always come back and plant here. That's cool, dude. I enjoy it. Um, yeah, man. And I appreciate you being part of that. Like, oh, it's, dude, it's, you said earlier that, you know, you don't know how you'd be able to pay me back, but like, there is nothing to pay me back for because you, this provide, you're providing fulfillment for me. Yeah. Like I get fulfillment from contributing to here. You know what I mean? So, That's how the relationship should be. Yeah. Should, you should both feel in debt to each other the entire time of your friendship of your life. Yeah. 
right? That's how you know you're doing it right, I think. Right. So. Right. Well, I wanted to have you on here for this first one because I know that, you know, what you went through last year, I know that we're kind of in the lull between seasons to where the lessons and the growth is still fresh in our mind from last oh, year. Oh, oh, hell yeah. And we're like twisting it over to where now how do we apply that forward mm -hmm. for next year? And so I felt like you were the most appropriate one to have as. Yeah. Who's the most fucked up? Hmm. <laughs> Who has the biggest fucking fire burning? Hmm. Let me think here. Well, and, who, I, and who's ignoring it the most? Hmm. I know. Marvin, Jones. I know who to get. Yeah, I know who to get. Yeah. No, it's been a fun ride, man. We've had a great year. Um, super high mountain peaks, super deep valley lows. Uh, I wouldn't have. What a what a. What an, a unique being I am because I wouldn't have it any other way. I yeah. know that that's the path towards my personal legend. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Marvin, thank you very much. Dude, I really, really appreciate it. Having me on the eight day hustle. Looking forward to when I get to come <laughs> back next time. Sounds good, man. We Thanks, will man. talk to you soon.